If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us uh, to the book of Ecclesiastes. Don't worry about knowing how to spell it, just look for it. Um, it's in the Old Testament over there, and Cassie will have this up. Um, you see the title there is, Our Days Are Numbered. If you care to stand this morning, reading God's Word, I invite you to do that. To every thing, there is a season. We're in winter right now. I'm looking forward to spring, and then summer, and then fall. And if we live, it'll start all over again. And a time to every purpose under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck up, that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, and a time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rent and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. So teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus right now, God, Help us to number our days. I realize and I know I only have today to spend. And if tomorrow never comes, Lord, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you that on this day, that so far you have given me breath and strength to stand in this place to proclaim your word the last time in 2017. Lord, for ever how many more years or days or weeks you have for me to do this, I pray in the name of Jesus that I'd not cease to proclaim your word. Bless every home that's represented in here now. Speak to our hearts, and we'll thank you and praise you, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Life has a way of slipping away. It's amazing to me as I have begun to write my second book, um, thinking back on things that I remember, going back as far as I can as a child, and moving on forward even to this day. It is amazing to me where in the world has time gone. All of us have 24 hours in a day. And if I use this statement, I better have something to back it up with. I just don't have time. I just don't have time. I don't have time to make a phone call. I don't have time to go visit someone. I don't have time to study. I don't have time to do this and do that. I just don't have time to pray anymore. The Bible says pray without ceasing. And the Bible is real, it's true, it's God's holy word. And there's not anything in there that's not so. I'm thankful today that I serve a God who never has lied. And, a, and I serve a Savior who lives forever, amen? He lives forever. 
Well, when I think about all these things, we go to the doctor, and it's Monday week. And usually when I go to my heart doctor, or my regular doctor, he said, you're doing great, I'll see you in a year. I'm thinking, what does he know? I told someone sometime, one time after a, the cardiologist visit, they said, how you doing? I said, I'm doing great. I have one year left. What? I have one year left. The doctor said so. He said, I'll see you in a year. So, hey, I have one year left. Well, 2017, about midnight, will be over. And 2018 will begin. Well, I think about what, what do I expect to accomplish? What have I accomplished and what do I expect to accomplish? We need to realize, listen, we need to realize that God has a plan for all of us. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, what kind of education you have, or no education you might not have. God has a plan for your and my life. And I, I can tell you this from experience. The quicker you know that plan, the better off you're going to be. And you won't feel like that you're running behind. Because wherever you are in God's plan is probably where you're supposed to be if you're obedient to the Father. We need to be careful not to do anything to alter his plan. As I wrote that down, I began to think about men of God or men in the Bible, and not all of them were men of God, who altered or did not alter the plan of God. I thought, first of all, about Adam. Adam altered the will of God. He disobeyed the Father. He altered God's plan. Noah. He followed God's plan. He didn't try to say, well, couldn't we build it a little bit smaller? Do I have to get two of every kind of animal? He did not try to alter God's plan. He followed God's plan. I think about Abraham following God's plan. If he had not been in tune with God, he would have killed his son on that day because the knife was already up, ready to kill Isaac. And God said, hey, stop right there. He did not alter God's plan. I think about Moses. I think two things about Moses. He altered God's plan when he came off the mountain with the Ten Commandments in his hand and saw what Aaron had allowed the people to do. And so he threw the tablets down and broke them. He altered God's plan. For how long? I don't know. <clears throat> but God said, come back up here. I'm going to give them to you one more time. I've heard that from my daddy. Many, I'm going to tell you one more time. That's going to be it. I knew what it meant. I-T with an exclamation mark. Point. One more time. I think of Jonah. He altered God's plan. He slowed the plan down because he didn't obey. I think of Mary and Joseph. They did not try to alter God's plan. God spoke to them very clearly. I think of Jesus when he went into the garden and said, Father, if it's your will, let this cup pass from me. But however, not what I want, what you want. But he didn't alter God's plan. I think of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. These old boys wrote down the four gospels that we have today. They did not try to alter God's plan. 
I, I think of Paul, who was steady after Christians. Before he was Paul, he was Saul. He was lost, and he was doing his best to kill Christians and do away with the gospel until God spoke to him. And from that point on, he did not try to alter God's plan. Had it not been, listen, think about this. Think about Ananias who God said, I want you to go down to a certain house, a certain street. There's an old boy in there that's waiting on you. Oh, you see, Ananias, to start with, tried to alter God's plan. He said, man, I don't want to go down there. He, he kills Christians. Oh, he said he's a changed man now, and he's waiting on you. And Ananias followed God's plan. I think of old John left on the Isle of Patmos to die. But God said, hey, I'm going to give you just enough wind and ability to write down the book of Revelation, which we have today. I thank God. I, uh, what about you and me? Now listen, I tried to alter God's plan. Way back then, many years ago, I tried to alter his plan. Lord, I'm doing everything in the church. I mean, I'm doing everything except the preaching. That's not my job. I want it to be your job. Hey, I fought that for a while trying to alter God's plan, but he would not turn me loose until I gave in. And I don't want to alter God's plan. Even today, I don't want to alter his plan. You know, hey, God's called me to preach, and I suppose that I'll preach until I die, okay? Or I'll lose my voice, or I'll lose my mind. I don't know which will come first, but whatever it is, I do not want to alter God's plan. And I ask you again, I ask myself, am I or are you following God's plan uh, for your life? You see, eternity is a long time. Eternity is a long time. So I ask again myself, I ask you, how will we spend the rest of this day? How will we spend the rest of this day? Uh, we're going to spend it, that's for sure. At the end of this day, it's over, it's done. At 12 o'clock midnight, it will be over, it will be done. And whatever we didn't get done will go undone until the next day. You understand? Our days are numbered. The Bible's playing on that in, in Psalm 90. Teach us to number our days. Well, I want us to think about three little simple things. Past, present, and future, okay? Past. Well, it's over, it's done, there isn't a thing else I can do um, for 2018. In fact, <clears throat> when I thought about teach us to number our days, I said, well, I thought, how old are you? Well, I figured it up, I figured it out. I am 25,906 days old as of today. 25,906 days old as of today. That seemed like a long time. But as I told you, as I, I'm trying to remember things, I remember the days that the only way I had to go was walk, and the next thing I could, I had a bicycle. I rode it all over the place. I covered Pierce Town. I covered White Plains. I was all over the place on my bicycle. My daddy only had to come get me one time, one time, and that's it. I was missing somewhere around 10 o'clock at night on my bicycle, and I wasn't alone. I was with one of my friends, my, my male friend, okay? We rode our bicycles off. I mean, we rode them off over to some girl's house. 
We were just hanging out, having a good time on the front porch, and a truck pulled up and stopped at the road. And the voice said, called the other boy's name, you come here. He said, we have had it. We pushed our bicycles very humbly, you understand, down to where the pickup was. We placed them in the truck very gently, and we rode in the back of the truck. That was a long ride to the house. We got there, and the boy says, I'll meet you in your bedroom. I remember that. I remember that to this day, but I can promise you there's not a mark on my body that my daddy put there. Not one. He wore me out, but there's no marks to prove it. The past, that part is over. Now, the only whipping that's left, unless somebody wants to attack this, the only whipping is left if I try to alter God's plan for my life and His promise to alter the other side. He says, I will chasten every son whom I love. That means I love you so much. You're trying to alter my plan for you. I'm going to wear you out. I know about those whippings. The past. What I did for myself or for the Lord. Now, what do, what do, I, uh, what do I need not do? I don't need to disobey the Lord. That is for certain. I need to follow Him. Whatever He says. I'm at the stage of my life. Now, what do I have to lose, okay? I want to do what He wants me to do, when He wants me to do it, as long as He wants me to do it, okay? That's what I've been doing. That's the past. What about the present? Our days are numbered. The present. That's you and I standing, sitting right here in this very room, okay? In this very room is souls, all right? It's souls that God has created. And every soul in here, we're either lost or we are saved. This present hour, teach us to number our days. As I told you, 25,906 days. What am I doing for the Lord other than, hey, preaching? You know, preaching's not a big deal as far as doing it. The big deal is getting what he wants you to preach, right? Hello, man, he's called to preach in here. I can, I can go with the ball once I get it, okay? I can run. I can go with it. But I got to have it in my possession first. I got to have it. We spent a few days at Hilton Head this past week, or this, yep, last week. And I, I wrote for days. I just wrote. I wrote so, so, so long. Uh, I mean, I'm serious. I mean, this thing right here didn't even want to work. And I put, I put deep heat rub on it. I put all kind of things on it, trying to make it feel better. And as soon as it feel better, I dig off again. It go to hurting again. I mean, hey, I, I only got today. I only had that day to prepare to be ready for what was coming. You see, that's the thing about a pastor. He might get to go on vacation, but when he comes back, 
hey, it's time to shoot again. It's time to, you better be done have your gun loaded. You know, I, I was told in my early years of ministry, don't you ever stand in the pulpit and say, folk, I'm sorry that I don't have much to say today. I've been so busy this week. I never have done it. I never will do it. I don't plan to do it because you deserve the best. The past is gone. The present is here. I want to challenge you as we look at the future to start the year off right. I I wish you would really, and you and I together, would make a commitment as a church family. I'm going to visit more this year than I did in the past year. I'm going to give more this year than I did in the past year. I'm going to be at church more regular than I have been. I'm going to be here. Why? We make resolutions all the time, but I ain't never kept one. Have you? Hello? We make them. Oh, I'm not going to do this anymore. First thing I know, we're right around the corner and we're doing it. All right? Next Sunday starts a brand new church year as far as Sundays go. Okay? Now, we'll meet Wednesday night, but Sundays, worship, come together, singing, praising God, giving, and greeting one another. It's a brand new year, and I want us to commit to the best year ever. I don't know that this is possible, but I can tell you that it is a doable thing by this time next year that this church family can be out of debt. In fact, we got the money. I know where it is. It's in your, my pocket. All we've got to do is to give. You say, I'm giving all I can. Are you? Am I? Have you asked God, Lord, bless me this and bless me that, and this is what I'm going to do? Hey, it's okay. God said, hey, try me. No words. Hey, man, go get a suit. Try this on for size. That's what God's saying. Try me on. Some of us are, are failing to try on God. Reach and get him. He is available. Jeremiah 33 says, says, call on me and I will answer thee. He didn't say, I'll call on you. I might be tied up. I might be busy. Call on me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things. I just think it would be an awesome thing. Next New Year's Eve to have them. A watch night service. I ain't talking about staying to midnight. I'm going to get in the bed too. But to have a mortgage burning on New Year's Eve. It can happen, Captain. But we're going to have to get up and get going. We're going to have to do everything we possibly can. But it would be a thrill in my heart to set that mortgage on fire. So we could get on with other things. And God can do it, and he will do it, and can do it through you and me. I want you to make that part of your resolution. Think about it. Sowing for the harvest. What harvest? There are souls to be won. I thank God for even for last Sunday, being able to go into baptismal waters. That's a joy. It's a privilege. So when I think about the future, will I continue? Yes, I will. With God's help and God's strength, I will continue. Will I finish? Well, I'm going to finish somewhere. 
Somebody said, you're done already if you just hush. Maybe. Well, I'm going to finish. Paul said in 2 Timothy 4, 6 through 8, I have. That's behind him. I have fought a good fight. That's behind him, okay? I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. The course, the plan that God had for him, the purpose. And above all, I want to be like him. And he said, I have kept the faith. Listen to me. There are going to be deaths this coming year. There are going to be births. And I hate to even mention and think about divorces. There are going to be people falling out with one another. There are going to be friends falling out with each other. Some people are going to leave this church mad. Why you say all that, preacher? Because the devil's real. But I'm going to challenge him right before you and all. I shall not quit. I shall not be moved because my God is still on the throne. Amen? And Jesus is still sitting on his right-hand side. He's talking to my Father for me when I ain't got sense enough to know what to say, sense enough to know where I'm supposed to be. Jesus fills in for me. He's my backup. He's my lawyer. He is my go-between. He is my bridge. He is everything that I will ever need to finish my course. And I'm going to finish it. I'm going I'm to finish it or, as the old boy said, I'm going to die trying. I'm going to do it for the glory of God. The present, we only have today. The future, the thing about this is, I will live. And I will live forever. I'm going to tell you something. We're all headed for the judgment. Judgment is coming. Judgment is coming. I beg you, I plead with you this morning, if you've never been saved, I beg you, the altar's open come down, say, I want to be saved, I want to be baptized, whatever God's laid on your heart today, I don't know, but God knows, and all I want you to do is is not alter his plan for your life. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege, not only to call you our Father, but to be a part of your wonderful plan. Lord, I pray. I pray your will be done in this service today, God, and we'll give you all the glory and the praise for it. And Lord, I pray for courage among our people today that they'd not let Satan have his way, that they would follow your plan. In Jesus' name, amen.